Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Biohacking You. My name is Danielle and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. Today I want to talk about comparing yourself. So there's a psychological term called social comparison theory where there are two types of comparison that one does. The first is called upward social comparison and the other downward social comparison. It's pretty self-explanatory, but let's talk through both of them. With the onset of magazines, TV, and social media infiltrating our everyday, sometimes every hourly lives, we're just bombarded with perfectly looking people, perfect bodies, the newest products, the newest fashion, the newest cars, younger people, confident people, the perfect partner and the perfect relationship. There's always something and somebody that's appears to be better than where we feel we are and what we feel we look like etc etc it's so easy to get into the cycle of comparing our bodies our belongings and our relationships to others the thing with comparison is that there will always be someone who's better in your career your hobbies someone will always have a better fitness regime someone will always have a better health regime The grass always seems to be greener on the other side, but what isn't seen is the work that goes into that other person's success. We only get to see the results, especially if we're looking at social media and magazines and TV. And the grass actually turns out to be better and greener where we water it. So comparing yourself to others can be healthy to some extent. For example, Michael Jordan used to compare his performance to Kobe Bryant and call him up in the middle of the night to ask him questions on his game so that he could improve. He was constantly asking Kobe how he got this, how he got that, and just challenging him so that he could improve himself and learn. If you're using it to improve your performance and improve yourself, that's a healthy comparison. If you're like, okay, my neighbor forces herself to go for a walk every single day, regardless of the weather, and I just sit here and complain that that was something I was going to start in the new year, well, use her as an expander to push yourself and get out for that daily walk. Again, both of those are fully healthy comparison. Comparing yourself to others isn't healthy or beneficial when you're using it to berate yourself, make yourself feel less than, leaving you sinking further into that rut, and just feeling really poorly about yourself and putting yourself into a victim mindset. This depletes you of energy and the joy that you could be experiencing in your life with what you have and where you're at. So what I recommend, go through, delete anybody off social media that you just kind of compare yourself to, Only keep people that add value to you or that you are using to expand your vision for what's possible for yourself. Now, jealousy and comparison are actually an excellent sign because it's showing you with emotions what you want in your life or where you want to be or what you want to achieve. That's excellent. Now, this is a new goal that you can write down and work towards. So use them as expanders to raise your bar and to get to and even past the level that they're at. We as humans are often unable to see a goal is attainable until someone else around us is able to do what we want and show us that it is possible. So don't allow jealousy and comparison to turn negative and spiral you into that negative mindset. Doesn't help anybody. Instead, you use it in a positive way 
way. If we're never jealous of anybody else, we never know what we want. What I've learned is that kind of in regards to comparison with con consumption, the less I buy, the less I feel the need to buy, the less I'm impressed by the newest thing, the newest fashion, and the less of everything I realize that I actually need in my life. It's a form of addiction, over-consuming. You'd be surprised what we can live without. And once you minimize what you consume, that craving, similar to drug, alcohol, sugar, the craving actually goes away. It's a pleasure signal that gets worked each time you buy. And over time, it will diminish. And that pleasure signal will release its hold on you. So similar to a muscle, when we're trying to work it and build it up, we work it all the time. With this, stop doing it and it'll completely disappear for you. If you were to look around at all of your belongings right now, what do you actually use on a day-to-day -day basis? What do you wear in your closet on a day-to-day -day basis? Now, scale back and look at a monthly basis. When you take the time to do this, you realize how you, little you need and how little you actually use on a day and monthly basis. We buy so much stuff we will never use and don't need. So force yourself for one year to use up everything that you have before you buy more. And even then look around to see if there's an alternative you can use up in your house. For example, I did this and was amazed at what other options I still had after I'd used up all my hair oil. I had a few different oils lying around the house that I probably never would have used up. Googled them, sure enough, you can use them on their hair, and now those are all gone before I buy something else. If you don't stop buying stuff you don't need because you saw it on TikTok, the stuff you own will end up owning you. What I mean by this is if you have a walk-in closet full of clothing, and listen, there's no judgment because I have a couple, but how much time is spent doing laundry and hand-washing delicates and transitioning between pulling out winter and summer stuff. Whereas if you have a bit less, you have less energy that's needed to expand on the upkeep, less washing, less hand-washing, less items to transition. I used to buy new clothing monthly, but now I've stopped myself and I realize that each time I see that new fashion item come out or each time I see a new car or whatever, I no longer feel the need to go out and get it. So try something similar and see what you can do with the stuff that's in your house. And before you buy something, challenge yourself as well to kind of think on it for 24 hours usually within 24 hours you'll realize that you either have something in your house that you can use and you don't need it or if you do need it then no problem go ahead and buy it i also find with myself and i don't know if this is similar with you is that when i buy something if i don't use it within the first two days i'm not gonna end up using it so the same applies to every room of your house, cars, etc. The more cars you have, the more space you need to store them, the more cars to detail and wash, the more insurance and gas you have to pay. Again, there's nothing wrong with owning things and there's nothing wrong with wanting things. Just remember that there's an energetic attachment to everything that is owned and you will constantly be in a cycle of comparison and wanting what others have and just 
keeping up with the Jones. That will be a consistent cycle that you keep yourself in. Now, I enjoy seeing what other people are wearing and have, but I no longer feel the need to be like everybody else and own what everyone else owns and have what society says I should have. I'm human. I have days where I'm like, holy shit, I'm 37. I've never been married. I have no kids. I just bought my first home. I'm just starting my own business. And yes, for a moment, I allow that to hurt. But then I take a look at what I do have. You know, I've moved across country twice now. It's completely different lifestyle and it's okay in the big cities for people my age to be single, not have kids, to not own a home and to not know what they're doing with their lives. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was still just out partying with friends after work and on the weekends. I didn't invest in anything productive or any kind of side hustle because that's just not where my mind was at and that's okay. But the last two years have been completely different, completely different ballgame, and I'm completely running after what I want. And yes, as I'm currently single, I may have possibly messed up any chances of having kids because I don't want to do that solo. But again, it is what it is. There's no point in me feeling sorry for myself or being mad about it. That doesn't bring any productivity or positivity into my life at all. So always look at what you do have. Like I get full night sleeps, I don't have to share my snacks, I have a clean car and a clean house constantly. There's always something that you have that's a positive to what you want. Anyways, what I'm trying to point out is it's so easy to see that the grass is greener on the other side, but what if we stopped looking at the other side and looked at how green our own grass was and looked to continue to water and maintain the grass that we do want? It would definitely make you feel better about yourself make you enjoy what you currently have and would allow you to be more happy which is what we all want these are the things that we chase after every day and don't rob yourself of that by comparing yourself to others who cares what someone on tiktok looks like her being more beautiful doesn't diminish your beauty who cares if someone has a bigger booty or is skinnier on instagram you definitely have something that she was wishes that she had do you have curly hair well every single girl with straight hair wishes she had your hair so use comparison as a healthy kick in the butt that you need to start that side hustle or go back to school or buy a home but don't get down on yourself or where you're at it will only end up hurting you in the end Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great week.